Good morning, and welcome to Martin's Shrine. Please join in our entrance hymn, which can be found on page 766 in the Gospel, City of God, page 766. Please stand. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Today we gather as a community to give praise to God as we do every Sunday, as well as the statue to be blessed today, which we do with all of our hearts asking for God's grace, honoring Our Lady of Sorrows, known as Our Lady of Deloroso. The martyrs had a deep devotion to Our Lady, naming the mission St. Marie among the Hurons, where we are right now during the 17th century. This symbol of religious devotion assisted them in expressing their faith. It brings us to mind all of the graces that the missionaries received in this land as they offered their lives to God. And it reminds us, of course, of the great gift Mary gave of her own body, her own soul, her own faith, her own life to bring forth her son and to watch him every day as he gave himself away for us. My name is Father Michael and I'm the director here and it's a pleasure to welcome all of you on this sacred day when Our Lady of Sorrows is enthroned in this church 
so that thousands upon thousands of people can gather from around the world to ask for her intercession as they are new to this country or have been here their whole lives, looking to Mary who knows the struggle of life and yet in love and faith lives it with her son.
Father in heaven, by the grace of your spirit, you brought reason and order to the chaos at the beginnings of creation. You parted the Red Seas that the Jewish people may find salvation from Egypt. You used the waters of the River Jordan that by your spirit your son was baptized. Bless and sanctify this water, make it holy, that it may bring light and reverence to all that it touches. Blessed be your name, O Lord. You are the font and source of every blessing, and you look with delight upon the devout practices of the faithful gathered here today. Saint Jean and his companions turn to you, our mother, for guidance and consolation. As pilgrims come to walk with these holy martyrs, they are also brought to you with hope and joy. You chose Mary as the mother of your son, the image and model of your church. We give thanks for this statue of Our Lady of Sorrows, which has been fashioned to your honor and glory. May all who look upon her see the glory of your word made flesh, you who continue to dwell among us. We therefore call down your grace and blessing upon this image of our Blessed Mother. May this image be made holy in this holy and sacred place. As she walks through these lands with the saints, we pray that she may bring all who come to this place ever closer to her Son. We ask this prayer through Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Our Lady of Sorrows.
Let us pray. O God, by whom we are redeemed and receive adoption, look graciously upon your beloved sons and daughters that those who believe in Christ may receive true freedom and an everlasting inheritance. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Let us be seated and listen to the living word of God. First reading, a reading from the Book of Wisdom. For who can learn the counsel of God, or who can discern what the Lord wills? For the reasoning of mortals is worthless, and our designs are likely to fail. For a perishable body weighs down the soul, and this earthly tent burdens the thoughtful mind. We can hardly guess at what is on earth, and what is at hand we find with the labor. But who has traced out what is in the heavens? Who has learned your counsel unless you have given wisdom and sent your Holy Spirit from on high? And thus, the paths of those on earth were set right, and people were taught what pleases you, and were saved by wisdom. Brothers and sisters, the word of the Lord.
the second reading, a reading from the letter of St. Paul to Philemon. Beloved, I, Paul, do this as an old man, and now also as a prisoner of Christ Jesus. I am appealing to you for my child, one Simus, whose father I have become during my imprisonment. I am sending him, that is, my own heart, back to you. I wanted to keep him with me so that he might be of service to me in your place during my imprisonment for the gospel. But I preferred to do nothing without your consent in order that your good deed might be voluntary and not something forced. Perhaps this is the reason he was separated from you for a while, so that you might have him back forever. No longer as a slave, but more than a slave. A beloved brother, especially to me, but how much more to you, both in flesh and in the Lord. So if you consider me your partner, welcome him as she would welcome me. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Large crowds were traveling with Jesus, and he turned and said to them, Whoever comes to me and does not hate their father and mother, spouse and children, brothers and sisters, yes, and even their life itself, cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry their cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. For which of you intending to build a tower does not first sit down and estimate the cost to see whether he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it will begin to ridicule him, saying, This fellow began to build and was not able to finish. 
Or what king going out to wage war against another king will not sit down first and consider whether he is able with 10,000 to oppose the one who comes against him with 20,000? If he cannot, then while the other is still far away, he sends a delegation and asks for terms of peace. So therefore, whoever of you does not give up all their possessions cannot be my disciple. The Gospel of the Lord. Here at Martyr Shrine, we honor the lives of St. Jean de Brébeuf, St. Gabriel Lamont, St. Charles Garnier, and their companions. Eight men, six Jesuits, two laymen who were supporting them, who came to this land centuries ago, responding to a call from Christ to be with the Wendat people in this very land. Each of them realized as they stepped foot onto the ship and crossed the seas for three months and landed here in what we now call Canada and then took the great voyage by canoe for 30 days to reach this place where their mission was built, that it would involve an enormous level of self-sacrifice, that the food they would eat, the weather they would live in, the bugs they would face, the danger of being attacked by the Iroquois people who were at war with the Wendat, the confusion among Wendat who didn't know who Europeans were, and some of the violence they would face from the very people they had come to serve with threats of death and suffering. And yet in every moment as we read their letters, we see an extraordinary thing, that in relationship with Christ, they found joy. That in loving Jesus, they grew to love the people, even those who eventually were to torture them and put them to horrible deaths. We see that amidst the confusion, they saw opportunity to proclaim the message of Jesus whom they had come to serve under the banner of his cross. They had left family. They had left their culture. They had left most people who would understand even what a priest was. They'd left it all to be here with Christ and his people. Mary understands that very well. For she knew, even in saying yes and taking on the Son of God in her womb, that his trajectory of life, that his mission and his purpose would extend far beyond her home and her family. She came to understand as she presented him in the temple through the wisdom of the prophet Simeon that she would have to share in the suffering of Jesus, for a sword would pierce her holy heart too. And as she watched her son leave home and begin a mission responding to the call of his Father in heaven, 
and she saw the struggle that was involved in that, and she saw the calumny and misunderstanding that he faced, and eventually saw him lifted up onto the cross. She understood that to truly love with God involves the giving of ourselves away to him completely. Our Lady of Sorrows, our Blessed Mother who comes to us carrying the suffering of the world that she saw in her son, in her eyes, in her heart, in her soul, understands well not only the suffering of her son, but those of the martyrs who she watched from heaven offer their lives for him. She understands well our own struggles. And as patroness to people from the Philippines, and I would think around the world, who leave their homes and leave their families and leave their culture to come to a new land seeking a life of hope and service, she understands the struggle that is involved in that kind of sacrifice. But Our Lady of Sorrows does not only carry that struggle with us, but she brings us great hope. For Mary knows in her relationship with her son, that he is with us always, that his hands are lifting us up, that his voice is teaching us how to live and how to be. And she prays for us every day that we too may carry that hope and that wisdom in our hearts. Today, surrounded by Saint Jean de Brebeuf and his companions, in this holy place where Christ dwells in his death and resurrection, we surround our Blessed Mother who lifts her mantle to cover and care for us all. May Mary always be a consolation for those who come here. May Mary with the martyrs always bring every pilgrim to this place closer to Christ. May Mary's peace in the midst of her self-offering and the offering of her Son bring us consolation and teach us more and more what it means to be truly human. And in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, 
the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Having professed our faith in the living God, we now turn to him with our prayers and petitions. Let us pray for all pilgrims who gather here from around the world, that in their journey and their time in this sacred place, with the help of our Blessed Mother, St. John de Brebeuf and his companions, they may grow ever more in their loving relationship with Jesus. We pray to the Lord. Let us pray for all people who are migrants, who come from different lands to begin again in a new culture, who bring their faith with them, counting on the support of our Blessed Mother and the saints, knowing of the presence of Jesus. Let us pray for them and their families, pray for their homes and their children. For this we pray to the Lord. Let us pray for the poor and the sick, for those who suffer from hunger and want, and the injustices levied upon them in this world, that the healing hand of Christ may rise them up and bring them fullness of life, we pray to the Lord. And we take a moment in silence to offer our own prayers to the Lord. For these we pray to the Lord counting always on our Blessed Mother who joins us as we pray to her Son. We say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed be the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Saint Jean de Brebeuf, Saint Gabriel Alma, Saint Charles Garnier, Saint Isaac Jogues, Saint René Goupy, Saint Noël Chambenel, Saint Jean de la Lande, Saint Joseph, patron of Canada, Holy Mary, Queen of Martyrs.
sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be made acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. O God, who give us the gift of true prayer and peace, graciously grant that through this offering we may do fitting homage to your divine majesty, and by partaking of the sacred mystery, we may be faithfully united in mind and heart through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For in you we live and move and have our being, and while in this body, we not only experience the daily effects of your care, but even now possess the pledge of eternal life. For having received the first fruits of the Spirit, through whom you raised up Jesus from the dead, we hope for an everlasting share in the Paschal mystery. And so, with all the angels, we praise you as in joyful celebration we acclaim. are indeed holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these most sacred mysteries. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, 
Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, and Thomas, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Our Lady of Sorrows, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, with St. John de Brebeuf and his companions, and with all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus the Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit. All glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our days, that through your love and mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus the Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, 
who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other a sign of Christ's peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Happy are those called to the supper of the Lamb.
the, Je the Jesuit fathers have been informed that the fire suppression system in this beautiful church needs to be replaced this year. The total unexpected cost of the project is $275,000. We have therefore begun a Tooney drive this season to pay for the project. If every pilgrim and visitor who comes this season each time gives an extra Tooney, $2, by God's grace, we would have the funds required. At the back of the church, you'll find a small plastic church where you may place your toonie. Any support would be greatly appreciated as we care for this holy site. Thank you for your generosity. Let us pray. Grant that your faithful, O Lord, whom you nourish and endow with life through the food of your word and heavenly sacrament, may so benefit from your beloved Son's great gifts that we may merit an eternal share in his life, who lives and reigns forever and ever. This has been a great blessing for me to share with you in this beautiful time when Our Lady of Sorrows is enthroned in this sacred place. This is the vision of many of the people who are sitting here in the front row of the church, and it was their hope that our Blessed Mother would be for all of you a place of consolation and prayer. Our Lady will be here for you always in this place. And as you walk here with the martyrs, I pray you always have a chance to come to venerate her and to ask for her intercession in your life as she stands next to St. Jean de Brébeuf, St. Gabriel Lalmont, and St. Charles Gaunier. And so I will offer you today a special blessing, asking the intercession of the holy martyrs with Mary and then after the Mass is completed, I invite you to come and to take a moment before our Blessed Mother in gratitude and in prayer, bringing all of the hopes and desires that you carry in your heart. We too, the Jesuit Fathers, are praying for you as we live here throughout the year. And we thank you for your support to us so that we can, can continue to have this beautiful place for you to come. So let us bow our heads to receive God's blessing. Heavenly Father, we give thanks for the gift of our lives, for the gift and beauty of this earth in which the blood of your holy martyrs has spilt as they embraced you in a moment of love. We give thanks for our Blessed Mother enthroned in this holy place as a witness to the power of love and as our great intercessor praying with our Blessed Mother, Our Lady of Sorrows, praying with St. Jean de Brébeuf and his companions. I ask for your grace and light to fall upon these people, your children. Bless them in mind. Bless them in heart. Bless them in body. Bless them in soul. 
Bring your light of blessing in their homes and amidst their families here and around the world. Bless their journey of pilgrimage this day and their journey home. Bless them in their labors, in the jobs they hold, and the responsibilities they share within your holy church. And we make this prayer through Christ our Lord. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Mass is ended. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thank you all. Please join in the recessional hymn, page 578. How great thou art, page 578. 